Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Brew and Banter. I am one half of the dynamic duo, Clint. Oh, my goodness. What's up? I'm DJ. I'm the other half of the dynamic. You know, I just made your whole intro cheesy. Like, <laughs> yours was, you were so good, and then I just came in and ruined it. So No, I'm, no, I'm it's okay, DJ. You didn't ruin anything. <laughs> Nobody's here to judge you. Oh, my goodness. Ah. Uh, I just, oh man, so much to get into today. So much. I know. To get I feel into. like a lot has happened in in the last week. So let's let's just get right into it, DJ. Let's let's do it. Let's do it, man. Um, you were you were actually about to tell me something just a little bit earlier, but we we paused it. We held yes. it for right now. That's right. Go ahead and let me know what you were. Gonna That's say. right. I wanted I wanted everybody in on this. I'm actually really excited because, uh, over I just bought my my uh, my six pack for the next six weeks. Right? Oh, of course, like I, yes. Like I have my special six pack in the back of the fridge where no one can touch it. For and yeah, your your episode for this six yeah. pack. And it's so funny because the other day we had people over and uh, Kirsten was like, "Oh, she was like talking to our friend. She was, would you like a beer?" I was like, "No, that is podcast <laughs> beer." They I'm sure they'd that. like a beer. They're not getting a beer, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. I was like, they can they can have the other stuff. This <laughs> this is podcast beer. Not, I, I sounded like such a jerk whenever I said that to them, but I was like, no, no, I got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> you, you do. Sometimes you have to put your foot down, let them know real quick, exactly. ain't happening. Exactly. So um, now I'm really excited because I, I went to Vaughn, uh, not Vaughn's, I went to Ralph's, which is okay. um, kind of like a, I, I want to say it's like an H-E-B, but, but way smaller. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like way smaller. So uh, it's a grocery if, if store. If you're from if you're from Texas, you would know like H E B is right. a um it's a fantastic grocery store. Oh man, uh, it's, it's amazing. Kinda, is it only located in Texas, or do they have some in the surrounding states? I'm sure they've got some in other places, but I know it started in Texas. Like yeah, it, it's mis- pretty much the grocery store that people in Texas shop out if there's yeah. one in your area. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So it there I. There's none here that I know of. So mm-hmm. we have Ralph's and we have Vaughn's and Vaughn's is like Vaughn's is like the Apple store of grocery stores. Okay. Everything <laughs> is so expensive. And I, Oh, okay. I, so so kind of like a Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah, a lot <laughs> kind of like a Whole Foods except just like pretentious for no reason. And I have a story about that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story about that uh whenever kirsten and i first got married and i'll share that later but um so so that story's coming up okay perfect um but anyway back to the main groove i'm i'm super excited so it's 10 30 my time right now and yeah yeah drinking have... early there dj come on i think we need to have a talk after the podcast about Wait, the problem <laughs> we might we might this escalated in a hurry but i have <laughs> i have the perfect brunch beer in front of me oh i'm excited what, what what is it let me know all right, so so we'll ju- this is just a good jump into uh, and what what our drink is today, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I'm super excited. So I am drinking a cinnamon raisin American stout. Oh, that sounds fantastic. From Ballast Point. I love um, that bottle. Yeah. Right. It looks amazing. So Ballast Point's out here in Long Beach, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm really excited about it. I I haven't even opened it yet, but it's called the Cinnamon Raisin Commodore. I, I actually feel like we should be drinking each other's beers. Like, I feel like I should have gotten your beer, and you should have probably been drinking the beer that I'm going to be drinking today. Oh, because man. I just found out that I guess we're supposed to be getting, like, six to eight inches of snow this evening, and it's going to be okay. real cold. Winter has finally come for us, but I yeah. am drinking 
a what I think would actually be fantastic during warmer weather, and it's really good right now. Okay. Uh, it is from Fort Hill Brewery. It is called G Fresh, <laughs> and it is a it is a grapefruit IPA. Okay. Okay. And it's it's. Obviously, I'll get more into it later when I'm yeah. writing it, but big fan of it right now. Oh yeah, it, yeah. like grapefruit and an IPA. That's that's a lot of uh, that's a lot but of bitter. They, they they like, but they're different sorts of bitter, so they almost balance each other out. Okay. To become okay. a little bit less bitter on each end. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. It wor- I wouldn't think it would work, but it works. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Cu- yeah, you're right. I'm curious because uh, you said you're getting snow soon. Yes. Wow. Okay, see, the hills have been on fire all week over here. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. How close are you to all that? Uh, yeah, so, so uh, you know, if you're in the California area, then you know uh, in the Los Angeles area, there have been a ton of fires um, just in the past week or so, I guess, is yeah, when it's, it, got, it's been it got super awful. bad. Um, so it is right now, as of right now, it stretches from – uh, north of Los Angeles, all the way down to San Diego, like San Diego Jeez, County. Yeah, and um, I'm looking at it right now. It's so yesterday. It's a big chunk of area. Oh, it's a ton. Yeah, as of yesterday, it had burned well over 116,000 acres. As of right now, it's burned 132,000 acres. Wow. Um, and it's only 10 percent contained. Yeah, that's that was actually gonna be my next question because I haven't seen much on it because I've been me and Leslie have been running around all week. Um, is was it gonna be like, do they have it under control at all? They yeah they they really don't. Um, and and the problem is is that it's all all total it's probably it's I think it's like five or six different fires. So the largest one being the Thomas fire, which has mm-hmm. which has burned one hundred thirty two thousand acres and it is only 10 percent contained the closest one uh the let's see the closest one to me um i don't know that it's gotten a fun name yet but we've got uh the thomas fire the creek fire yeah uh, which is only 20 percent contained and then we've got the rye fire um which broke out tuesday we've got the lilac fire um which started yesterday in san diego county wow then, this is that's just insane yeah and the skirball fire which started last this past wednesday in los angeles county and then the liberty fire so all of these fires are less than 40 percent contained mm-hmm. and so it's not it's not looking good um it's, yeah it's not good at all so the uh let's i'm trying to remember which fire was closest to us but uh yesterday so we live in pasadena mm-hmm. um the biggest fire is on the other side of la from us so it would have to like take down all of la before it got to us yeah um the closest fire to us is in burbank um which is only about 20 minutes give or take from us okay um yeah. but the wind but the wind is not blowing the wind has been bad i mean uh weather like weather wise the wind has been crazy but yeah yeah it's not obviously helping it spread a lot faster than it should yeah be. yeah and but it's not it's not blowing towards us so pasadena hasn't really been in any 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 uh like evacuation state i guess or, or getting prepped um we actually had a fire earlier this summer that burned a ton of that off because 
you know, Pasadena, LA, Burbank, Glendale, like all of these areas are surrounded by mountains and that's what's on fire. Yes. So, and so all of these mountains are on fire. There's uh, a fire that happened last year that was kind of east of us that burned off a ton of stuff. So there's no fires out there. Um, and then there was a fire closer to Pasadena that happened earlier this summer that burned off all of the main vegetation over there. So we're not in any immediate danger, but yeah, it's, it's bad. It's yeah. Bad. Yeah, I, I, I've I've seen <clears throat> like when I'm getting on to websites such as Reddit and stuff, I'll see images and uh, and videos, and it just it looks awful. Yeah, it's, it's so awful for the people caught in that situation right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, ton of first they're bringing up a ton of first responders, ton of firefighters, ton of volunteers. Mm-hmm. It's it's all hands on deck for all these. Oh, fires. for sure, for so. sure. I'm I'm sure. Yeah, they they've probably. Because my dad was a firefighter for years, so I know anytime there's a a large uh, emergency like this, you know, a lot of times uh, EMTs, firefighters from all over the U.S. will volunteer to to go there and yeah. help. So I'm sure that that is happening right now, and that's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's incredible. These guys, these guys are efficient, and, and that's ever since moving out here, and you know, like growing up where we grew up, which is Tuscola and out in the farmlands in that area there's less mm-hmm. than 700 people out there yeah yeah the, the actual population of the town we're from is tiny yeah tiny and then even abilene which is the biggest city closest to us is only 120,000 people so and it's still very spread out so mm-hmm. not like when there's an accident or there's a wreck or something like that like it doesn't it the management of it you have a little you have a bit more freedom to take some time because there's no rush hour per se yeah, I mean, I think the the biggest rush hour would be, at least when I was growing up, would be like Buffalo Gap Road, and that right. might put you back five minutes from your destination. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it, there's no true <laughs> traffic jam. I can get from the very north side of town to the very south side of town in less than 10 minutes. Like it's you know, I will say that, that about Abilene, though, is it, population-wise, it's not big, but and, and I think this is just kind of a, a West Texas thing, Yeah, um, is that... If that town was located anywhere else with a population of 120,000, it would be mm-hmm. pretty small. Mm-hmm. But West Texas is so spread out that it actually is a, a rather large yeah. town. Um, yeah. Just very um, sparsely populated. Throughout. Like, it's not dense right. at all. Yeah, exactly. But um, so since moving here, where you have millions upon millions of people to consider when there's an accident, because, like, one fender bender can set you back 30 oh, minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. So I've, I've, my mom was a first responder back when, before she was a nurse. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I've had respect for those guys and gals, uh, ever since then, but then even more so now here, because, uh, on any given day there, there's so many accidents. There's so many, like there's stuff like fires, there's stuff like people's, you know, having health risks or something, you know, having stuff like that. Yeah. We, it's crazy. So, but they are efficient. They're fast. They get you there. I mean, they take care of you. It's it's pretty impressive to watch, actually. Well, that that is that is awesome. That is great yeah. to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 just one of those. I I do feel like it'd be so much more difficult to be a first responder in one of those extremely densely populated areas. And like, I was actually thinking about it up here in Massachusetts, um, because all the roads are so narrow here. Hmm. Um. You know, I mean, I, half yeah. the time, Leslie drives a little PT Cruiser. Two cars can sometimes barely <laughs> fit down a road together. Wait, um, is, is uh, imagine being a in a giant 
fire truck or something like that trying to get down and there's one car in your way. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's not going to happen. You, that, yeah. that car's got to leave. Yeah. The, the, the tight spaces in these densely populated areas has got to be so difficult to deal with. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can't even imagine. So cheers and hats off to you guys and gals that are, yes. that are first cheers. responders. Because, uh, cause y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all put it out there. So it's, it's Every day. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, well, let's, uh, let's, wait, let's get on to, to, to more positive topics. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm drinking? Wait, you already told me what you're yes, drinking. Yes. Yes. We're I good. stated what okay. I'm drinking. Um, all right. Let's see what, what else. What? I know we both just watched the site. Oh, oh my goodness. Kind of at the exact same time. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. coming freshly off of it into oh, yeah. this. Yeah. Thoughts, yeah. feelings, emotions. Lay uh, it on me, DJ. Uh, it's, uh, it, you, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so many thoughts. You, you can't even get them out right now. I mean, it was a movie for the fans. It really was. And that's, I, it, it felt like, uh, um, an hour and a half of just straight fan service and i was yeah. not mad about it at all oh no not one bit and uh it, all of all of our favorite one-liners all of our favorite taggers all of our, like you know the jack and and yeah and, yeah it, it was just that like it, it was very much like everything that you love from the show like let's cram that in here yeah and if and i'm hoping obviously i i think they had plans to like continue making more movies yeah, um, I hope so. Make a few more, and I hope they do. And I hope like they, they don't do that every single time, just cram it as right, much as they yeah. can. Right. But since it's been, what, three years, I think, since the show went off the air, yes. I f- it felt right to kind of bring all that back in. Oh, yeah. Uh, to get to get shout-outs from your favorite characters. I mean, uh, uh, the guy who plays Sean's dad... <laughs> it was um it was awesome it was so good it was, it, 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 it was fun because they're in so san francisco funny. obviously yeah. so it felt it felt right that his character would i don't, <laughs> don't want to spoil anything but like be- become the way he becomes and it's kinda, so funny kind of buy into it yeah yeah and i i almost wanted to start the this part of it of the episode off by saying there are spoilers because i i, I wanted to talk about some of the details of it but um, I don't know. I guess it just happened. It just showed last night, so I don't yeah. want to ruin it for everybody. But, um, yeah, no, it was total fan service. I, I loved every second of it. By far, it's it's got to be one of my favorite Christmas movies now because I, I mean, I'm watching it. And I'm like, I'm a fan of Psych, but I don't know if I would call myself a psycho like they. Yeah, like like, like the, the 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 big fan. Uh, yeah, that's right. what the fans call themselves of the yeah, show. Yeah, psychos. And after the movie, I was like, you know what? No, nah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna accept it. I'm just gonna embrace the title because that's what I. That's exactly what I am. Because I, I do movie, feel like a, a a psycho. Yeah, because yeah. I do. You know, I will say I, d- I don't get involved with like conventions or right. or online forums. But yeah. I have probably watched the show more than any other show that I've watched before. Because like it's, you know how I'll, I know people who will just throw on The Office or something like that in the background. Mm-hmm. Like that's their kind of go to funny show that they like to have on in the background for right. me that's always been psych oh that yeah. is my background show that i i will laugh at a million times over again oh man it was it was just so good uh, what did you think about it you think i about? i loved it um <clears throat> it it really it, it made me sad that it's not a show anymore you know yeah. like it yeah it made me realize how much i want to watch them weekly solving cases like that because i mean mm-hmm. it it you know, it's uh, with commercials. The episodes are forty minutes long, 
this mm-hmm. was an hour and a half, I think, with commercials. So basically, yeah. it felt like two episodes worth. Yeah. But one story. Yeah. It it, it made me realize I want a whole another season of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I mean, as soon as it ended, I was like, the worst part about this movie is that it wasn't longer. Yeah, exactly. Because, because there's so much more they could. I think it. I think it ended. You know the way. Yeah, I think it, they didn't drag it on too long, and they rewrapped it up. Yeah, exactly. It, it, and I will say, I think it could have even been a little bit longer. There did seem to be some parts um, where it kind of went from one thing to another very quickly. Yeah, kind of. Um, where they, there could have actually been a little bit more in there, but I understand they only have. Uh, they had two hours basically. I guess on USA is how long the actual. Oh, we got Roper barking at the neighbors over here. <laughs> Calm down there, buddy. Um, you know, I think it was two hours on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, any longer than that, but in two and a half, three hours, I'm sure USA didn't really want them to go that long. Yeah. So I understand, but I could have, I could have enjoyed more. I could have uh, watched a, a two-hour straight movie oh, without definitely. commercials. Definitely, and I, I loved how. Like, it, and the fan stuff started off immediately, like Sean taking off and then, like... Oh, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's immediately, when you first see him, he's in a disguise that we've seen before. <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, man, I, and I recognized it immediately. I was like, yes, that, yeah. that's, that's the little thing. And then, uh, what was it, uh, seeing Gus in the Prince costume again. That that felt good. That oh, felt yeah. real good to oh, see. So satisfying. So satisfying. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, it, it it really is. You know, the, always the um, the the references to '80s pop culture and movies and everything always. that the show's about. Like, it, it still feels so good to see, and it still feels funny and fresh. And they've made made good strides. I loved it. So I I really hope that it is successful enough that they keep making more movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, uh, it no, it was it was so. I think it was, it was nice to see all of these characters come back. They all still had that that magical chemistry that we like from our favorite show. Yeah. And, I, I wanted to see a little bit more Lassie, but I know like whenever they were filming it, he had some health issues. Yeah, going and, on. and you know, actually, I love the way that they were able to include him in it, because oh, I, yeah. I read earlier that um. You know, he was originally he was going to be way more in the movie, mm-hmm. but he had that that stroke, and yeah. so they had to do a giant rewrite. Yeah, but they you know they found a way to still keep him in the movie, and and you could tell if the camera was on him too like a little bit longer than normal, you could actually see like he he was recovering. But mm-hmm. apparently, I I believe last thing I saw is that he was recovering well. So oh, future installments, he should be in it mm-hmm. more predominantly yeah no and and in the way they rewrote it and incorporated him in given the circumstances i thought was done very very well because that mm-hmm. was you know and, they and, went and you know it, it it did make sense if you know uh, i guess story-wise because at the very end of the show he's still back in santa barbara and there in san francisco yeah, so i mean I, I, thematically or i guess i don't know if that's the right word i'm looking for but it makes sense that he mm-hmm. wouldn't be in san francisco so yeah, yeah, because he he was the he became the new chief of police in Santa Barbara, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did I ever tell you about I? There was one time, uh, Kirsten and I took a day trip down to Santa Barbara. Oh no, I don't I don't know if you and, have told me this. Oh yeah, so uh, it was about a year or two ago, but Kirsten and I took a day trip down to Santa Barbara just because it wasn't it was it was a couple hours drive, but it wasn't you know crazy far. 
and I it was always on my list because I was like, well, this is where Sean and Gus do their thing, so I got to go to Santa Barbara. Um, <laughs> some of the magic was spoiled because, you know, I later found out they don't actually film. In yeah, let's Santa say they Barbara. probably don't actually film <laughs> there. I, I, you know, I don't think, you know, I think it's common. Most shows yeah, say oh, they yeah. film in one place and they don't film there at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I was reading an article about the movie, the original movie, It. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be in some Midwestern town, but in one scene, if you look in the very far back, you can see palm trees from Los Angeles. <laughs> so, you know, like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like, still, I know, like, most CW shows, I think, are all filmed in in Canada. I don't know the actual town. I don't know if it's, like, Toronto or something like that, but... Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think you're right. Most most of the most of those, most of of those those shows are filmed in Canada. And mm-hmm. then, um, I don't know if you remember Revolution. It was, like, J.J. Abrams' take I, into a television show Yeah, I never show actually... Bit finish the show but i remember it I, I watched a few episodes of it yeah no it's really good show i think it's on netflix um i for me it ended way too soon mm-hmm. um, uh, but there just wasn't enough viewership but i know that um for part of a season they filmed in austin texas oh really so, yeah i i so. actually really like that a a lot of shows are getting away from filming in hollywood they're yes. doing canada they're doing you know i think walking dead is filmed in georgia Yes, um, Texas, places like that. I think it just really opens up more dynamic. I think you know a lot of times, especially if you watch a lot of TV or movies, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. start to recognize areas being reused if yeah. if you look for it. You know, if you're just there immersed in it, you won't notice it. But if you if you look for it, you can spot sets being reused frequently. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like that it's more open now. Other places yeah. are filming movies and TV shows. Yeah, no, it's it's great because um, the amount of money that it costs to shoot in Los Angeles proper is sky mm-hmm. high. And, um, I, and I think that's kind of really what started it out is why people <clears throat> didn't want to film in L.A. because it's way cheaper to do it in Canada, yeah. way cheaper to do it in Austin or Georgia or anywhere else. Yep, yep, definitely. And uh, Fun fact, my dad was a coach at uh, the high school – uh, where they filmed Varsity Blues. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So he he didn't meet anybody, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was uh, he was around. He was there. He was. He like unlocked doors and you know let producers in and everything. It was like you know talk to people on the MTV, you know film crew and all that. Yeah. Kind of stuff. So he he was like there and was kind of the guy on on site in case they needed into anywhere. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he was. There. I I can't. I think it was Elgin, Texas, but um, actually, I don't. I don't. You know, speaking town. of your dad, though, <laughs> I was. Uh, you had told me something the other day that made yeah. me laugh so hard and got me to thinking about. I think all dads, maybe not all, most dads have this uncanny ability to do something amazing. So. <laughs> The other day, I had made a post on Facebook um, kind of talking about how me and DJ are making this podcast. Mm-hmm. And DJ hadn't told his dad yet. And so when I his really dad saw it... I really hadn't told anybody. Yeah, I, I hadn't told anybody either. That was yeah. the first thing I kind of got out there because my parents didn't know either. They, My mom was like, oh, that's that's so cool. Tell me about it. Which is, which is not to say that we're, we were trying to hide it. It was just... Yeah. We, Clint and I, you know, if you listen to our first episode, we've been in R&D for so long. Yeah, that... we really have. We've been trying <laughs> to fine-tune it, and we just finally said, 
Yeah. No, enough is enough. Put it out there. We'll fine right. tune as we go. Right, exactly. So, yeah, uh, keep going. But, but, yeah, so when his dad found out, that, you know, the title is Brew and Banter, mm-hmm. he, he calls up DJ and says, <laughs> what, what, what is it he said? Actually, well, he texted me, and I, I, I mean, you know, I got, like, different messages throughout the week or throughout the day or whatever, um, but mm-hmm. he sends me one text message, and all it says was, hey, when did you become such a brewmaster? Yeah, and I mean it's 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 that right there. It's it's so good because if anybody else in the world would say that, you would probably just be like, "Oh no 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 no, uh, that's just the title where we drink beer and we discuss things." You would explain it out and be like, yeah, "This is yeah. what the show's about. That's why we named it that." Right. But when it's a dad asking you, <laughs> it somehow like makes you feel foolish. And I don't even know if they really mean to do it, but they have no. that uncanny ability where. If they ask a question, they can make you feel a- a- almost like a-, a a dumb kid again, where you're like, "Oh yeah, oh I'm I'm not doing that. That's silly." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I I just love it. Like, I don't think it's anything purposeful that a dad does, but you always have <laughs> that like you want to impress your dad or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, oh. Definitely. So when they yeah. ask you a silly question like that, you're just like, "Oh no." What have I done? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Well, and that was that was the thing was, uh, I I read that and I was like, oh, oh, dang it, because he, <laughs> he saw it. <laughs> he done seen it. He just seen it, and not not that I'm not that I'm like again, not that I'm trying to hide it, but I wasn't trying to like promote it to him either. Um, yeah, and so because actually, I'll tell this story uh, too if we have time, but he. Not 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 a drinker at all. Not does mm-hmm. not about not about the alcohol. Not my he's not about the alcohol. Not my father in law very much into his beers, and so that's kind of what. Yes. Like you know, I I've drinking more beer with my father in law than I have with any other member of my family. Uh. So, but yeah, just to get that message from him, and then knowing like, like he and I <laughs> he and I don't exactly sit around and shoot the breeze with yeah with beer in our hand so yeah that's that, that's not yeah, y'all's yeah. relationship right so <laughs> and then but at the same time getting that and going you know what we're not we're like, <laughs> we're like, <laughs> we, we don't know what we're talking about yeah like, we're, like not we, we don't. we're not yeah. at all i yeah it's it's hysterical what does did, your dad do something lately no no that? no he doesn't but like or he didn't say anything about it it just got me to thinking because there are times where like i'll I'll say something that's going on in my life and he'll just like ask a simple question and completely unintentional, like not trying to make you feel dumb, but the way it's phrased, you're like, I don't know how to respond to that. And I feel foolish right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. And actually I was reminded about how much I don't know about beer, uh, last night because I was watching a show on Viceland. Um, Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of this station, this TV channel? I, I, yeah, I've heard of Viceland, but I don't know much. I don't know, like, whatever it is you're about to mention, I probably don't know what it is. So, um, so I just, I, uh, I have Sling. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm one of, I'm one of those, I'm one of those that I, I don't have the money for DirecTV, so I buy Sling. So, yeah, um, me, me neither. Right? So, one of the channels on there is called Viceland, and it's actually really interesting because they do a bunch of, like, off kilter shows that probably wouldn't be wouldn't be accepted anywhere else except yeah. for this channel um and they do a lot of mini documentaries so one of the ones that they're doing right now is called Beerland, and it is with uh it's in association with golden road brewing okay yeah okay so 
they got a gal running around there. Uh, well, she kind of that sounded mean. So she's going all over the country. Careful sorry, now, DJ. Yeah, sorry. No, because I think she owns the. I think she owns Golden Road. Or, oh, okay. Or, okay. Or she's like the president of it, or something. But she's like a big wig in the in in this brewing. Yeah, she. Industry. Yeah, she. She has some power in this company. So all respect, all respect. Um, so she goes. She's going all over the country right now, and in association with Golden Road, home brewers. Because there's about, and I learned this from the show. There's about 1.2 million home brewers in America. Oh wow! Like brewing their own beer at, mm-hmm. at home. So she's going all over America talking to these home brewers. Not all 1.2 million of them, but uh, a handful of them that it's are a similar. lot of episodes they got to get through. <laughs> yeah, that's a ton. So what? So basically, what she's offering is, hey, if I like your homebrew enough, um, we will distribute it commercially. Oh, for that's you. that's really cool. That's yeah. so interesting. Such a cool idea, right? So. Um, the episode this is my first episode of it and they're they're in portland so she's talking to three home brewers and she's trying their beer kind of like going to them trying their beer and she's naming off hops she's naming out fruits she's naming out like oh i'm getting citrusy notes or like oh that's a solid red you know like she knows all the differences between all these beers i'm just watching like i don't know any of that like yeah you're so smart (laughs) how do you do it yeah no yeah okay I think a good good point to, to reiterate. Yeah. Not brewmasters here between the no, two of us. Um, definitely not. Just two two men that enjoy joy drinking the beer. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely don't have that <laughs> in depth of knowledge. I can, you know, I've been a bartender for a long time, so I can tell you the different types of beer. Right. And 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 I I know the basic differences, but you start getting into hops and and florally notes and citrusy oh, things yeah. like that. I. I I'm 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 taking a step back. My palate is not that sophisticated. Oh yeah, that I can and pick out all these notes. It's it was crazy because she's she's talking to one brew brewer and she goes, you know, if you did this this and this and brought out some of those flowery notes to this, it this would be a much better beer. Mm-hmm. And then she just kind of like, all right, cool, <laughs> on to the next one. And I was like, how do you? First question, do you use flowers for beer? And then second question. <laughs> How do you bring out flowery notes in beer? You know, I mean, it's, I guess at the end of the day, it's it's a lot like being a chef. You it's know, gotta be, yeah, you know, sh- chefs know how to, or, or very very talented chefs know how to add, you know, just a touch of seasoning here, spices there that bring out, you know, more flavors from the meat or the, yeah. the vegetables or whatever it is they're cooking with. So I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, that's probably the same with beer. They know if you or somebody's very accomplished in beer and knows a lot about it knows how mm-hmm. to if you add this or if you cook it at this temperature blah 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 any mm-hmm. slight variation it's going to change it in this way and this is what will happen with it yeah yeah no it was, it was it was crazy so she tried three different beers uh picked this guy to kind of move on to the next the next oh so round. is it kind of like a competition one kind of a competition you, you move to the next round yeah but it's more like it's more they they sit the reason I like Viceland a lot is because no matter what show they're doing, they center around a story of a given person. So yeah. Um, so you're, you're watching her taste these three different beers, but you're also getting a background on these people who are making these beers. And so the guy that she picked, he was a chemist. So I okay. felt like he had an unfair advantage. Yeah. He, but <laughs> he, had, he came in with a base knowledge already. That's a little unfair. <laughs> right. But he, um, he was diagnosed with ALS 
mm-hmm. which is a horrible disease. My uncle died of it, but yes, yes, um, it was really interesting because he's mic'd up, and he has these two assistants, and he tells them everything step by step to do, and he's recording himself the whole time. So oh, wow. whenever whenever he loses the ability to speak, because he will, because that's what that's what ALS does. Yeah, it's it, it, it's, it's, it's awful. Just, yeah, it's a nasty disease, but. Eventually, whenever he loses the ability to speak, he still has all of these recordings uh, yeah, he, for it, his it, assistance. That's that's great, actually. It's so uh, cool. That, that that's a really good way to do it. Like, make sure, like, even though he won't be able to speak, he still has all his steps in his voice the way he did it. Yeah, yeah, and out there and in I, the world. Exactly. And as a, I'm a therapist, I'm a marriage and family therapist. That's one of one of the jobs I have. But um, just listening to him talk about it. And you're like, oh, I've always wanted to do this. I love doing this. Like therapists are all about like uh, self care, your soul care, like kind of how mm-hmm. you take care of yourself in the in the bustle, hustle, and bustle of life. And this was something that like this is what he does. Like he's got to deal with what he's got going on in life. But like brewing beer is how he's kind of yeah. You know that's that's kind of what he's doing to take care of himself basically. Yeah, that that that's his self care. So I, I mean, after I watched that show, I had a whole un, un, new understanding of like, not just beer necessarily, but, <clears throat> but like, there's a story attached to every, you know, it just kind of reiterates that there's a story attached to everybody, and there's a reason why there's so many different microbreweries because people have a passion for this kind of stuff, and so oh for sure, such a huge respect for it. Um, but you know, all that to say, yeah, we're still not brewmasters. De- so, de- definitely definitely so, not brewmasters at all so and i don't believe we we will be no we um, won't <laughs> we won't there's plenty of other beer podcasts if you're into that yeah yeah we're there, just there, into- there, there are a lot of podcasts out there a lot of really good podcasts that they go yeah. way more in depth than it so that's what yeah. you're looking for yeah it, but, it's out there oh yeah so this has been a, a bit of a more serious episode but it has uh, been to kinda, to I, actually of- on that note let's yes. get on to something i'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little personal here, DJ. Oh boy. Uh we recently took a trip to Salem. Oh yes, that's right. That's right. Yes. You yeah. That's that's what's new with you. And it um <clears throat> Sorry, I've been talking so much. Oh no no no, no. you're so, fine. you're fine. You're fantastic. Right. I'm trying to My life changed. Oh when I was in Salem, DJ. First well, first off, I will say I was worried about going. Because um, <laughs> I know historically they have issues with uh, witchy women. And are you are you a witchy woman? No, but my wife is. DJ. <laughs> I was I was I was worried that the the authorities would come and grab her and take her away. But luckily, luckily for everybody involved, oh it turns out times have changed in Salem. Oh Not really the case anymore. Now they're <laughs> celebrated, actually. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. <laughs> But that is not what changed my life here, DJ. Okay. What changed my life is we we, we found a, a fantastic little Airbnb. Oh, okay. Airbnb um, in Salem. That can't go yeah, wrong. Yeah. So it, it, it was fantastic. So we get there, and we've been on the road for a while. And I'm like, okay, before we go out to eat, I'm going to run to the restroom, take care of some business. I, I go to the restroom, and when I turn the corner, and there's the toilet, it the <laughs> lid automatically lifts... A light comes on. What? And it does this like spritz clean of the bowl. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's happening here? What is this sorcery? Yeah, what is this sorcery? What is going (laughs) on here? 
it has a remote control next to it. Oh. It turns out this is like one of those uh, extremely expensive, super fancy Japanese toilets that they make. Oh, okay. That are like five, six thousand dollars. Wow. And this... you know, uh, up here in Massachusetts, it's a little chilly. Uh, right. First thing I do is uh, so I, when I sit down, it's heated. What? It's a heated toilet seat, DJ. This is, this is insane. And not only that, this was the first time I've um. This is where we're gonna get a little personal. Never <laughs> okay. had the pleasure to use a bidet, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. I'm not gonna lie to you; it's a little scary at first. I don't know what's going on. Oh man! But then, um, if you just just calm down, it becomes amazing. <laughs> <laughs> once you get over the shock of it, yeah. Like once you get over the shock of what's happening, <laughs> it's amazing. And now. I'm going to start a GoFundMe so I can get $5,000 because oh, I have to make a new purchase, DJ. <laughs> oh, we need we need to make this now. I need this thing in my life again. <laughs> I never realized. <laughs> I feel like I've heard people say, oh, yeah, yeah, no. If you've never used one of those, it's fantastic. <laughs> no, it is amazing. <laughs> I I felt like I went from a, a, a barbarian to somebody with some civilization in my oh, yeah? life, DJ. Oh, yeah, you, you, got, you got a taste of the, of the, of the better quality of life Yeah. There? I'm I'm and I will argue this to the day I die. Everybody needs wow. to experience it. Wow. Yeah. So uh if you're if you're not following us on Twitter or Instagram, <laughs> do so immediately because we will have a GoFundMe link out there <laughs> shortly. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm over it. while I'm recording, I'm setting it up. I, I'm gonna need <laughs> I'm gonna need some help, people. Oh and, my god. And if you help me now, whenever you need one, I'll help you out. Well tip for tap. That's right. That's right. That's right. We'll we'll you know, we are a podcast for the people. We wanna we wanna help our people. And so if uh, you need a bidet, you just let us I, know. I, I I it you know, uh, obviously we're we're joking, we're having a good time, but but yeah. seriously, it was amazing. No, I, I, I don't doubt it one for, for one second. That it I mean, I I haven't used one ever, so it still sounds off putting to me. Like Yeah. That that method of it, it, hygiene. It, I, I really I never understood the appeal of it. Until yeah. it happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can't go back. And now I can't go back. <laughs> I came home to use the restroom and I was like, what is this garbage? How dare you? This toilet seat's not even heated. It's, it's not even heated. <laughs> oh I mean, I, I, I will say though, I think that is the one thing I definitely do need is a heated toilet seat. Because there's nothing worse in the world than in the dead of winter sitting on a cold toilet seat. <laughs> and you... You're experiencing winter now. Like yeah, Massachusetts, like Texas, has a winter, but Massachusetts has winter now. Actually, right now it's about to change. We're about to start getting snow and everything. Okay. But right now, Texas is colder than than we are That's right, right now. It started snowing yesterday. Yeah, didn't San Antonio, it? I yeah. believe, got snow. It's oh, not even man. freezing here. Wow. Well, I say that it, it might be warmer now. I've just checked my phone. Abilene's like back in the fifties. Oh, okay. And it's going to be in the sixties and seventies all week, and we're going to be freezing. But up uh, until now, we've been the, warmer. I've been I'll be in the seventies and eighties, so that's that's desert living because it gets Good like for forty you, DJ. Good <laughs> for you, <laughs> was it wasn't it that uh, a few years ago when y'all were in Massachusetts, you were there during the vortex? Actually, I think no, that was when we were in um, Indiana because that oh, polar okay. vortex went through the Midwest. 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That was probably the coldest time I've I've ever lived through. That was awful. I was yeah. not prepared for that at all. Oh, man. I just remember hearing on the news the words polar and vortex together <laughs> and then like where it was shoot because i just i yeah you were living in indiana but i remember like <laughs> you're right there in the middle of it <laughs> and and my my winter apparel coming from texas was a jean jacket yeah. i mean like that's that's as heavy as of a winter ensemble as i had yeah i didn't okay. have any true winter clothes you gotta you gotta get up have you ever seen a christmas story yes you gotta get like that little kid who's like can't put his arms down yeah exactly yeah. one of those big old that's what i need one of those big fluffy jackets yeah i i, uh, I definitely i i'm way more prepared now because it, here in northampton i walk everywhere so i'm wow. i'm ready for winter bring it yeah. on i have oh, I, bet. My, I bet my ensemble now um so so salem though salem was they they celebrate the the, they the do. witches okay and actually, something that was really cool is I, we wanted to go to like the Witch Museum and see the. I'm gonna say it wrong, but like I think the I believe it's called the Seven Gables House or something. That's okay. That I don't think official. that's correct, but if anybody knows their Salem history, they'll know what I'm talking about or what I'm okay. trying to reference. But we got there after after about five or six, so everything was already closed. And so that kind of sucked. But one thing that was really cool, we still got to walk around. We got to experience it all. And I think we walked by a in a graveyard that had been there, you know, since the since all basically all of that actually happened. And you know, they have some rules of basically like you can't go in there past dark um, or you'll get okay. fined. But oh, one okay. thing that was really cool is we walked by the witches museum um, and it, it had been closed for a few hours already. So we didn't get to go, but it's, it looks like this kind of old school Catholic church. Um, but they have red lights on the inside. Oh, so it's like, you know, obviously looks very, I guess satanic or demonic. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it looks spooky, but I, you know, obviously that kind of made it even cooler to me. Cause obviously it's probably a little kitschy. On the yeah. inside, yeah, a little campy, to, plays up play the spookiness, up. Yeah. but also probably really gives you some insight into the the historical witches of Salem, which I I really want to go back and actually visit the museum. Yeah, no, that's I mean, and that that whole area is so has got so much history to it, not mm-hmm. just Salem, but you know that whole East Coast over there, because that's basically where we all started. So yeah. Um, and now One that- thing that was really cool that I, I I'd never seen. So, like I said before, my dad uh, was a firefighter for years. Yeah. He growing up, he had this like old school firebox. Um, it said like emergency pull down for fire. Oh, okay. And, okay. And when I asked him, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, "What is this?" He's basically like, you know, before phones and everything, basically these were on poles. And if there was a fire or an emergency, it acted like a fire alarm around the city. Huh. Instead of a building. Um, And it was really cool. It was this just cool little old kind of steel box. Well, that's actually, they're actually still in use around Salem. Oh, okay. I I haven't seen any up here in Northampton, but in Salem, and I think we went a town over. Yeah, you would see them on street corners, just these fireboxes still in Uh, use. So if you see anything, 
how how big is a how big is a firebox? Uh, I would say maybe. Because in my head, I picture just the wall thing, but I know it's much bigger than that. No, so. it's probably like a foot and a half to two foot tall. Oh, okay. A foot wide. Okay. Probably like 10 inches deep. It just kind of mounted up on like a fire or a, oh, okay. a telephone pole or something like that. Gotcha. And you kind of, it's it, but it, it acts like a fire alarm. Like you pull uh-huh. down like the, the box and then you pull down a lever. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Now, I don't know how it works. Like if it sits out like kind of like a, an audible alarm or basically yeah. it just sends a message straight to the, the, to the fire, fire department that, yeah. Hey, uh, box has been pulled at this address. You know, I don't exactly know how it works, but it was really cool to see something that I, I didn't know that was in use anymore. Still being mm-hmm. used. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, uh, I mean, yeah, there, there's still a ton of that stuff down there that I, that's, it's old as I'll get, like it's it's hundreds of years old, but they're still they still keep it in use. Yeah. So that's that's really interesting. You're you're um you going to Salem kind of reminds me of uh the time I went to. So my dad and I went to Romania, uh, on a mission trip one summer, mm-hmm. and on our day off we went to Transylvania. Okay. Yeah. So Transylvania is resting up against these mountains, and I don't know what mount what they're called. I didn't know what they were called then. Still don't know what they're called. But the cast, we you know we went to uh, yes, yeah, we went to Dracula's castle, and it's super scary looking. But it was funny because it was given uh, from the country. It was it was it was used as a summer home for a queen back in the day. So it's actually very beautiful on the inside. Oh really? Yeah, but we. <laughs> you're, you're, so this is this is kind of why it reminded me of it so we're in transylvania we're walking around gonna go get something to eat it was like my dad and i and then a handful of other people uh, on the team so we're all walking well the sun dips down below the mountains and it gets very dark immediately like as soon as the sun dips down behind those mountains yeah so i start looking around and the same thing kind of like in salem like they they kind of play up the vampire thing yeah for tourism and stuff because the the original story uh that was vlad the impaler's yeah, castle yeah vlad the impaler not a vampire um but inspired. obviously probably worse than a vampire though yeah yeah like, definitely awful awful human being <laughs> in history the way yeah. he would like kill his uh, uh enemies and not even yeah. enemies just right. anybody just, he didn't like yeah exactly exactly so but they you know they play it up for tourism and everything mm-hmm. but I could not help but notice as soon as the sun went down behind the the mountains, I started looking around, and then I I brought it to everyone else's attention. I was like, guys, I know that the vampire thing is fake, but <laughs> but we are the only ones on the street right yeah, now. But, but have you noticed that everybody else has locked their doors and turned off their lights and aren't <laughs> yeah, ex- doing anything? <laughs> exactly. So for for we had to walk like. I think it was probably like 500 yards from the castle to where we were eating. And Mm -hmm. that entire time I was like, where's a wooden steak? Because (laughs) something's out here. (laughs) You know, that's sort of similar in Salem actually, is because obviously we were there in the middle of the week. It was a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So, but the weird thing is, is because the sun has been setting so early, Mm. I guess it was dark at like, you know, 530 already. So, we started walking around about six and it's, it is weird though, because yeah, all the streets are empty 
and I'm like, it is six o'clock. Where in the world is everybody at yeah. right now? Like it, it's wow. so weird that it, it gets dark so early here to me. I don't, oh, man. my mind still can't wrap around it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's not well, like, what time does the sun go down in on the East coast? Um, it, you know, I think now that we're a little bit past the daylight savings time and all that, it's getting a little bit later. Okay. But yeah. Cause like, I think today sunsets at four, four seventeen today. Oh, so it's the same. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, but like a few weeks ago it was like sunset three something. And wow. so b- by like four forty five, like right before five o'clock, it would already be dark. And I'm like, Jesus, yeah. what is going on right yeah. now? I've never oh, yeah. experienced it that early, <laughs> but it is pushing back a little bit. So it's going to get back to a little bit more normal. Yeah. Hope so. At least yeah. to me, normal schedule. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, that was the thing. It was like this past weekend, I think. Chris and I are both sitting there, and it's pitch dark outside. I'm like, is it 9? It feels like 9. And we look at our clocks, it's like 6 o'clock. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I will say that, though. Like, that's kind of also the opposite, though, is the sunrise here is much earlier, too, though. Because mm, gotcha. I would remember as a kid sometimes getting to school at 8 in the morning, and, like, the sun would just sort of be over the hills. Yeah. But up here, I, if I wake up around 6 or 6.30... Sometimes, like depending on the time of the year, that sun's already up and shining a little bit. Gotcha. And that would never happen at my house growing up. Yeah. Oh man. So, um, we don't we don't have a ton of time left. Um, yeah. So so here's uh, and I'm I'm just noticing that time flies when you're having fun. It does. Um. So here's one thing. I told you guys I was going to tell you the story about my wife and I and our first experience at a Vons. Um, and Clint, I, I know you've been, I, I know we've, you and I kind of talked about this a little bit before the week. So uh, Clint is, you've been married for a year and a half? Yes. Yeah, I've been married for a year and a half. So Clint's been married a year and a half. I've been married f- three and a half years. <laughs> yeah, better make sure you know that. I know. Oh my god. Careful now, DJ. <laughs> Good thing you decided to include this at the end of the podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah. Now I was doing math in my head, making sure. Um, and our—it's so funny because our our wedding our wedding anniversaries are in the like we're they're within a week of each other. Yeah, yeah. Mine's July seventh. What what date is yours? Yours is July seventh. Mine's July twelfth. Oh yeah, like yeah. Oh so wow, it, I, didn't, I didn't realize they were that close. For some reason, I was thinking yours was a little bit later in the month. I didn't realize they were that close. No, July twelfth. That's 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 best friends, guys. That's best friends. Can, I was really get just married trying to steal your thunder there, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, I, I was I. You can you can have July seventh. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but yes, the, the uh, that's yeah. We've both been married fairly recently. Yeah, fairly not, recently. Not so long. I'm sure I'm sure you have a funny story already about just how different life is now. You're now that you're a married bloke. Um, yeah, it does. Life does change. Things yeah. are different. Changes quite a bit, right? And we've and been together for a long time. Yeah, but you, you and Leslie have been together since since high school. Since, yeah, since high school. Um, oh, but yeah, get, getting married is weird because like it does change things. Yeah, yeah. So um, now newlyweds, most you know, I'm I'm just fresh out of school, like grad school and everything. Still trying to get career moving. Your wife is fresh out of school. Y'all are, you know. For the most part, I guess. Well, not as fresh as I am, I guess, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's... Bottom line, what I'm trying to get to uh, <laughs> is, like, 
you know, not a ton of money between newlyweds, right? Yeah, the, yeah, de- definitely, yeah. Th- th- things are tight. So, so, so it was the first couple weeks or so that Kirsten and I were married, and we got back from the honeymoon and stuff, and and we're living in our you know shiny new apartment that was built in 1973, and um, we go to a grocery store that's like right across the street from our apartment complex. Now we loved our first apartment complex because there was like an in and out down. I remember like, that first place. It right, was really yeah. nice. <laughs> it was, it was super cool. Like everything was in walking distance. Like a movie theater was literally across the street. Yeah. So we, we took advantage of that a couple of times. So our first official like grocery shopping adventure as a married couple, um, was going to be an adventure either way, just because, I've been living on hot wings and Dr. Pepper and like ham sandwiches, <laughs> you know, before I got married. Yeah. And that was, that was the, the DJ lifestyle. Exactly. Exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't. So I loved of. going over to your place. Right. I, yeah, it was gonna I, had, be fantastic. I had all the good snacks. Um, so we went there, we shopped, we went to Vaughn's and we got like all the, we were getting all these ingredients for things cause we were going to cook at home and we were loading up our cart. Well, my wife much more responsible than I am. Mm-hmm. So she's like adding everything up on her phone calculator. And we had about half the stuff that we were going to need that we had kind of budget that we had kind of like, okay, we need all these groceries. We gotten about half of the stuff and we looked down and realized it was already like a $250 grocery bill. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, Again, in Avon's, which, like I said earlier, Apple store of grocery stores. <laughs> um, I'm sure somebody else thinks something different about another store, but yeah, uh, you know. But anyway, to me, Apple store of grocery stores. So we're sitting here with a, a cart half full of groceries, $250 perspective bill, and we both just looked at each other and we're like, "This is ridiculous. We don't we don't need to be spending this much money on groceries." I'm not proud of what I did next, Clint. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, DJ. Mostly because there were some raw meats in the cart. But. Oh, no. I looked at her. <laughs> she looked at me. And I said, let's just go to another grocery store. She's like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then she laid down. And she's like, well, what do we do with all these groceries? And I was like, I'll show you exactly what we do with all these groceries. And I took her hand. And we walked out. Without the, gro- without the groceries. DJ. <laughs> we just left them. You the mo- <laughs> you were that guy. The guy who just leaves them out for like that? some poor employee. <laughs> I know. Who's not paid enough. Yep. To deal with your shit, DJ. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I apologize no, I- about the foul language, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> disappointed in you, DJ. It was not the brightest spot of of my start out as a husband <laughs> but i thought i have to make a responsible decision for not only myself but my family i mean i, I understand are, i do we understand. are walking we are walking out i of do here. hate grocery shopping sometimes because it, oh, it, it it is you're like kind of like okay we just need to pick up a few things right I, I swear this happens every time i'll be like okay we should pick up a few things you know we'll get like some sandwich stuff uh milk maybe like some rice and beans so we can make some easy meals Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, I'm like, Kirsten, I'll, I'll be adding it up on my phone and I'll get like, I feel like just a few items. And all of a sudden I'm already at like 50 to a hundred dollars. And I'm like, yeah, how did I get this high so fast? Yeah. How did the bill get this high so quickly? Yeah. Actually, after we're done here, I have to run to the grocery store and pick up a few things because of the snow. Unless mm-hmm. it was oh, like, yeah. try to keep it under around $25. And I looked at the list and was like, 
that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me just let me just gently shove reality in your yeah, face. Yeah, I'm right like twenty five dollars. These first buy that much. four items you have, that's gonna put us at twenty. You've got about seven more items. We're oh, going boy. over twenty five. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, uh, but it, it, it is funny. yeah no, I I don't have any stories on the tip of my tongue about how marriage is different. I'll think of one later, and then I'm gonna be upset that I didn't say it. But it does, you know. Me and Leslie have been together for oh geez, how long now? It's been about ten years. It's yeah, it's um, been it's been a while. And we we started living together in college, so we've kind of done the whole live together we, we we got past those growing pains yeah before we were actually married but it definitely does like it, it it's weird even though we've been together for so long marriage still there's certain like little quirks and i can't even like point them out but they it's just little changes mm-hmm. that li- life does get different when you're actually i guess you have that security of marriage you're no longer just dating yeah there's there's something different about it yeah definitely definitely there there it's it's a dynamic, I mean, using therapeutic words here, it's a dynamic change for sure. And so it stops being, like, all of the little quirky things that you do stop being cute after a while, and then they're just annoying. And Yeah. And I'm mostly talking about myself here because Kirsten gets No, I was, I was actually about to say jokes. the same. I was like, you know, you say that, and it's so true, and yeah. that's, that's <laughs> yeah. directed at myself. <laughs> oh, I, I, I know half the time I'm like, what used to be so adorable that I still do, Leslie's like, I will choke you to death if you do that one more oh, time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm uh, like, I'm going to do it again. I'm totally going to do it again. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Kirsten, Kirsten likes to say that I'm being facetious. <laughs> and whenever I first heard that word, I immediately thought of fish. And so my response was, I don't know what seafood has anything to do with this. And <laughs> the first couple times she laughed. Yeah, she now, gets a little chuckle and you're yeah, like, nailed it. Now, now I get, yeah, exactly. Now I get the finger wag. Like, don't you dare say something yeah. about seafood. Right yeah, now. she's like, I, I know. Right. She, she knows it's coming already, and just kind of <laughs> looks at you. You know, is, I, I have noticed with Leslie. So, what's gonna happen? It's a cycle, I think. Uh huh. Um, the first time you do it, it's funny. First few times you do it, ha ha, ha a little chuckle. Right, then yeah. it gets annoying. Uh huh. Then they kind of start getting a little mad about it, but then it comes back around. Eventually, yeah. it will come back around. <laughs> Eventually, it comes back to being funny again. And, and it'll be kind of, it's, if you know, it's repetition. You just gotta, it becomes <laughs> a thing between you two. Like, something that she knows to expect. She's not gonna laugh. But then right. because she's not gonna laugh, it becomes funny between the two of you again. Yeah. But then again, it will it will go back around and she'll start hating it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. Oh, man. Uh Oh, well, but, uh, as we are getting close to an hour, actually, yeah, I think we are running running out of time now. So, DJ, yeah. yes. give me your Sam Malone's. Ah, oh, man. Um, yes, my Sam Malone. First of all, I, I forgot to give us a special Sam Malone rating to the Psych movie, which is obviously a five. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going five on Sam Malone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Special five, shout out. Five Sam Malone's to the Psych movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on USA Network's website right now. It is free to watch because you know how all these television networks have yeah. logins and stuff now. So it's free to watch. I don't know for how long. So get on there and watch it lickety split before it before it disappears yeah, or whatever. Yeah, eventually they'll take it off and yeah, you won't be able to watch it anymore. So take advantage of it while you yeah. can. 
Exactly, exactly. So if you're as big a fan as, as we are, that matters. Um, okay, so now that that's out of the way, Ballast Point Cinnamon Raisin Commodore American Stout. Fantastic uh, name. Oh, amazing. Such a mouthful, but so good. I mean, for like cinnamon raisin, you're like, uh, that's kind of like, that's kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Like microbrewery. I mean, it it, it like sounds like an awful cookie, but a great beer. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Which is why I picked it up because I would never eat a cinnamon raisin cookie ever. But if you put <laughs> Commodore after cinnamon raisin. But yeah, you throw you, a Commodore in there. We're getting, you've piqued so, my interest now. Right? So good. So, um, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, now nah, I haven't tried a ton of American stouts, but I'm going to say 4.5 right out of the gate. Okay, so, four and so, a half so you're definitely enjoying Malone's. it. Wow. Now here's why, here's why it's a four and a half and not a five, because again, uh, you know, if we're saying something is a five, I'm saying go out and buy this right now because you don't know what you're missing. And I'm mm-hmm. very close to saying that about this, but, um, it, it's an American stout. It's a stout beer, which means that like not everybody's gonna like your stout beers. You know, yes, not, true. Not not everybody likes a stout beer. So if you are a stout beer person, go get this right now if you can find it. But Ballast Point, Cinnamon Raisin Commodore American Stout, four and a half, uh, Sam Malone's out of five. Now the the uh, cover of it, I didn't get to send you a picture of it, but you can kind of see. Yeah, I can I can definitely check it out. Definitely got a pirate theme. There's a Commodore yeah, there on the is. bottle. And then there's the uh, the little... Uh, is that like a little... Um, uh, oh, what are those called? Yeah. A, a sailing so, utensil. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. My mind is blanking. Right, yeah. yeah. No, mine is too. So I wish I had looked it up before. But that and then the Commodore, and he's he's got a pipe. He's smoking yeah, he's, a pipe. Yeah, he's a clean. skeleton Commodore smoking a pipe. It's a skeleton Commodore smoking a pipe. I... If I give it any less than a five, I'm I'm doing it no justice. So five Sam Malones on ballast points. DJ uh, rapping. I mean, I mean, it's you. You literally stole my exact scores for <laughs> my beer on both sides. So i yeah okay. I'll get into my reasons now. Um, yeah, go for yours. I am drinking Fort Hill Breweries G Fresh. Mm-hmm. It is a grapefruit IPA. And yeah, I I absolutely love this beer. I'm giving it a four point five. Like like DJ said, if I give it a five, I'm saying buy it now. Nothing wrong with that. And that's why I don't think I can really give any beer a five. Yeah. Um, and I will. I'll even say like I don't actually know if you love IPAs. This might not be the IPA IPA for you, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the grapefruits and the hops almost balance each other out. They're too bitter flavors right but i feel like together they make each one a little bit less bitter like yes i can still clearly tell it is a okay. bitter ipa but it's it's so, less bitter than you would think it would be is there is there any is there any like sweetness to it at all or? yeah a little bit like a okay. little bit of sweetness like you know obviously if you've had a grapefruit before you know it's not really a sweet fruit right which but is, yeah that's it what does have a little bit of that sweetness to it i i love it Okay. Um, and if it was summertime, this would be a great IPA because it's uh, lighter than most. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, yeah, 4.5 on that. But okay. on design of the can, you know, oh, it's, it, it it's looks, so good. Y- you'll be able to see it on our Instagram. Um, it 
has this very cool artistic vibe to it. I mean, it's, it's like a so, painting, like a mural yeah. done. Yeah, it's so different than than anything I've seen before. Yeah. So yeah, I have to go. It reminds me kind of um of like animation style that you would see like either in Rick and Morty or Adventure Time or yeah. any of those kind of Adventure Time. Yeah, yep. it looks like it looks like something you'd see in Adventure Time mm-hmm. on the can. It it's so cool. So I'm going five. Five, five. Sam Malone's. Perfect. Yo, we we highly recommend these beers that we're trying today. So go grab them right now. Yeah, just do it. Just, do it immediately. Just just go. Um well, I think I think that's it, Clint. I think that's I think that's the podcast. I think we've we, we've we've come to a wrap. We've got a good conclusion. Yeah, we touched a lot of good bases today, everybody. We did, we did. Um, so this is the first official recorded episode that is that is going on. This is the first episode that's going on iTunes and Google Play. Oh, have we not been? I, for some reason, I was thinking the last one was, but is it going to be this one? Wait, maybe you're right. Maybe last one was the first one on. Uh, scratch it. Nope. I like. I like it. I. I don't <laughs> care whether it's true or not. You had such a good speech about it. That's oh, what we're man. going with. That's the All truth because right. I've. I've said it's the truth. Oh man. So, uh, listen. We we really appreciate you uh, tuning in, listening. I hope it was as fun for you as it was for us to make, uh, which is what we're after. Follow us along on the Instagram and the Twitter. Yes. Uh, sphere. Um. And uh, and let us know what you think of the podcast. Subscribe if you like what you hear. We are we are here weekly. Yeah, once a week you will be able to hear our sweet sweet voices whispering into your ear. That's right, that's right, and it's you're, it's magic. It really is. So, uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you and, all. Uh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. See you next time. See ya. Or talk or talk to you next time. Bye.